0: All right, welcome back to La Crosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914 is the talk text line. Diane Forrester just joined us with the La Crosse or La, Cres- uh, La Crescent Animal Rescue. A no-kill shelter uh, right there when you come into La Crescent. Uh, if you're coming from downtown, I should say. Uh, they, just, they just got a phone call a couple of weeks ago where uh, somebody had a lot of cats i i think the call would something like uh i can't take care of these cats anymore it's getting overwhelming and and you kind of think okay well what is it like 5 6 cats 10 cats you know what's the amount of cats that's overwhelming and it's 50 cats <laughs> and it's I, I i laugh because uh that's a lot of cats and uh i can't uh, imagine how, how you would even deal with that <laughs> so I just don't. I don't know, but um. So, so the Lacressa Animal Rescue definitely needs some help. They need some donations. They want to get seventy five hundred to help pay for vet bills. I mean, that doesn't even sound like that much money when uh when that lacrosse priest is getting three hundred thousand dollars for lawyer fees, uh, because the 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 bishop here has, has excommunicated him from the Catholic party. Uh, they're getting $300,000 for lawyer fees, but uh, the La Crescent Animal Shelter is asking for 7500 Ben Wickler, uh, how many cats is too many cats for your house? 50? Is the 50 too many for you?
1: I think uh, I could probably go with a number less than 50 cats. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: <laughs> yeah, our animal shelter here just got a call. Some guy in their house had 50 cats, and uh, so the animal shelter has has a little bit to deal with holy smokes <laughs> i have one new puppy
1: in my house and i can
0: hardly handle that <laughs> right uh ben wickler that's the that's the chair of the democratic party of wisconsin he wants to talk about the child tax credit a little bit and i think you want to tout how well ron johnson has handled the child tax credit in uh <laughs> over the past couple over the you know what wh- however long we've been negotiating this um where do you want to start do you want to kind of explain how wisconsin uh the people of wisconsin are going to be affected by this child tax credit
1: i'd love to start there absolutely so if, if you're listening to this right now you have children at home. If you have kids under the age of 18, you're going to start seeing this month monthly checks, monthly deposits appearing in your bank account because of the child tax credit expansion that uh, President Biden, that Tammy Baldwin, that every Democrat in Congress voted for, and every Republican, starting with Ron Johnson, who we'll get to more in a minute, voted against. For for uh, any parent who has a child over six, it's uh 30, Excuse me, three thousand dollars a year, so uh, five hundred dollars a month, which is an extraordinary, uh, uh, an extraordinary benefit, and it's thirty six hundred dollars a year if your children are younger than that. So it's it's a tremendous boost. It's a real help for parents. Uh, on the other side of the coin, Ron Johnson voted against support for families. He voted against even getting the stimulus bill uh, in, in the stimulus checks into folks' bank accounts, and he voted. A few years ago, for a giant tax cut for multimillionaires like himself. So this is somebody who is, you know, all about providing, uh, you know, tax cuts to certain people. Uh, but when it comes to parents, he has been dead set against it. And I think this is going to be one of the central issues in the 2022 election because every parent is, is going to make use of those child tax credit, uh, you know, contributions to make a difference in their kids' lives. And they don't want someone like Ron Johnson to come along and take them away.
0: Why? Why is this always a fight? It's a, w- throughout the pandemic. I've always been saying, uh, give. If we're going to give money, give money to people because people will then go and spend money. I think we could see that with the little bit of amount of money we got um, back in 20, was it 2016, 2017? We, we, can you explain who got those tax cuts? Because everyone can say, ah, the rich and the corporations got the tax cuts. But, you know, is there a better is there a more succinct way to say or less succinct, a more descriptive way to say what the who benefited from those tax cuts? When you say Ron Johnson's a millionaire and he benefited from it. Um, it I mean, is it is as simple as that?
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. By one estimate, it's seven out of ten dollars went to the top one percent, which means the bottom ninety-nine percent uh, had to divide up the the remaining less than a third of the tax cut. I mean, it was overwhelmingly uh, tilted to the very richest people in our country. It's people who themselves have a huge income, or people who own companies, people uh, with you know, huge amounts of of stock or huge ownership stakes in, in corporations, um, people like Ron Johnson. And so that's, I mean, I don't know about you personally, but uh, I and most people that I know did not come out of the, the Trump tax cut suddenly feeling like they had this this huge new benefit in their bank accounts. Whereas now with the child tax credit, it is going to people. And frankly, what's funny about it is when regular people have more money in their pocket, they, they do spend it, and that makes everyone better off, from the bottom to the top. It, you know, it's a rising tide lifts all boats. Uh, the, the Trump tax cut that Ron Johnson voted for enthusiastically was kind of parachuting, uh, you know, hyper-targeted buckets of cash onto super
0: yachts instead of lifting the waters that, that benefit all of us. All right, I'm getting a text here. Tim Texan, uh, where's the money coming from, from the child tax credits? Because that's where we want to. That's where we want to start. Where is the money coming from? We didn't. I don't know if we had that question in 2017, but uh, now it's a question.
1: Well, in 2017 and now, uh, these are these are uh, benefits that we're basically making making the investment to in order to stimulate. Well, now we're make, making the investment in order to stimulate the economy. Uh, President Biden has the jobs plan. He has a families plan that are fully paid for by increasing taxes on the very wealthy. Um, this, the American Rescue Plan was passed you know, in the, the darkest moment in the pandemic to be able to, to help lift us out of it. And if this, if this bill is made permanent, the president has proposed an array of things like increasing you know, tax law enforcement on the wealthiest wage earners who are getting basically a free pass from the IRS right now. So uh, you know, right now, uh, we have interest rates that are incredibly low. This is something that we can afford that will make a huge difference in people's lives. And the long term plan is, is fully paid for by the by the president's proposals. That is totally unlike Donald Trump, who just blew a hole in the, the federal budget, created huge deficits without a care of the world about how it'd be paid for in the long run, just to benefit a small handful of people like his friends and like people like Ron Johnson.
0: All right. Here's another text, Ben. Uh, this is from Libertarian Guy. You ready? It's a little longer, but I'll read it because he's, he's always writing books to me. Uh, he says it's not as simple as that. I'm guessing the 2017 tax, tax reduction, but let's go on. The tax reductions improved empl- un- improved employment and wages, and wages went up, which is what benefited the public. Middle class received a reduction as well. Poor people did not receive a reduction because they were not paying in in the first place. Simple-minded explanation distorts the truth.
1: So, yeah, there's, there's lies, there's damn lies, and there's statistics. There's a bunch of different ways that you can describe how the numbers work. Uh, the reality is the, the numbers on paper for the marginal tax rate for, for capital gains, for income taxes, those, yeah, those are higher for wealthier people. But the fraction of the overall paycheck that middle-class people pay is much higher than that of people like Jeff Bezos, the, the richest man in the country, or Elon Musk. Because those guys make most of their money from their ownership of companies, from stock. And capital gains are taxed at a lower rate than middle-class incomes. So when you make these these corporate tax cuts, the capital gains tax cuts, those things pour giant amounts of money on the very richest people. And uh, those people are not paying nearly as big a chunk of their income in Social Security, Medicare, the other things that, that make up the larger share of taxes that middle-class folks pay. So all that's a little bit in the weeds. If you back up... Rich people are paying tiny amounts of tax. Huge corporations are paying tiny amounts of tax in this country, and they're cheating on their taxes. a higher rate did not gone after for it because the IRS has essentially been tilted towards going after poor middle class people instead of rich people. Joe Biden wants to fix that. He wants an IRS that actually makes sure rich people pay their fair share and have tax rates to match. And... You can make tax cuts refundable. That's what the child tax credit is, so that even if the you know the income tax that you're, you're paying might not be as high as the the FICA tax, you still get a check into your bank account to help cover your family's costs. That's something that tons of countries around the world do. It's something that the United States has not done because of the power of you know the most well-connected tax lobbyists who work for the biggest corporations, but. With Joe Biden, with Tammy Baldwin, and Democrats in Congress and the White House, we're actually trying to create a tax system that rewards work instead of rewarding wealth, and that helps families through the hardest times in their lives, instead of leaving them high and dry while showering money on those who don't need it.
0: We're talking with Ben Wickler. He's the chair of the Democratic Party of Wisconsin. He has a new puppy. Ben, when you say you're in the weeds, if you put your puppy out in the weeds, you'll you'll be able to see him or her every once in a while. Cause they'll jump up and you'll see their head pop up. Cause they got to see where they're going. Cause as you're talking here, you're right. You're in the weeds. You're putting me to sleep. I don't, I, I, I shouldn't have asked it because it was too deep. Um, and all I see is the puppy's head bouncing. Oh yeah. I understand that part. And I, every time I see the puppy's head bounce up and down, um, I did have a friend the other day uh, they were talking about you know hey maybe we shouldn't accept I don't know if you can maybe don't accept the check for the child's tax credit because down the road you're going to be penalized for accepting this how, how bad of a notion is that?
1: That doesn't make any sense at all this is like the child tax credit is supporting uh, 92% of all the kids in Wisconsin So all the parents of, of 9 out of 10 kids in Wisconsin are going to get a benefit from this uh, there are there are I think 45% of the kids in Wisconsin who are now in poverty will be lifted out of poverty by this benefit. It's help. It's just help that's on the way. And frankly, you never see a Republican multimillionaire sending back a tax cut that Republicans passed for them out of some concept that they're going to be penalized for it down the road. On the contrary, they're more likely to stash it in an overseas bank account. Uh, this, it comes down to this fundamental idea of fairness, of whose side the government should be on. And, and, and the idea that, uh, you know, in my view, in most economists view, in Democrats view, you grow the economy from the middle out, from the bottom up, not trickle down from the top. And so, you know, we could talk about the numbers until the, the sun rises and sets a hundred times, but the, the core of it is this, the, the child tax credit is a benefit to people with kids not a benefit to people who own yachts it's not a benefit to people who have car elevators like Mitt Romney did in 2012 it's a benefit to anyone who has a child and if you think that you know, kids are going to be the you know future of the country investing in kids makes a lot of sense all right. Here's the bottom line here.
0: All right, Ben, here's here's two texts from Steve. Uh, one, I'll just read them both. First of all, he says the government shouldn't be taking care of the kids. That's the parents' responsibility. But the second text is kind of funny based on who you are. He goes, sorry, but this guy has no clue what he's talking about. He's a pure Democrat and will always lie for the party. Um, well, I would say Ben's probably a pure Democrat because he's the chair of the Democratic Party of Wisconsin. I don't know if he's lying for the party. But um, uh, the, the idea that government shouldn't be taking care of kids, it's, it's the parents' responsibility, so we should, but we need to take care of the corporations is where I'm getting, going with that.
1: You know, I'm a parent. I have three kids. It's my job to take care of those kids with my wife, with our, our you know, friends and family in our community. Um, but giving parents the, the ability to support their kids, that is something that you know, government should be on folks' side, should be having their back and, and helping them to, to help themselves. Uh, this is not the government dictating. You know, your kid should be in uh, on the football team, or this kid should be, you know, getting uh, special help with dyslexia. This is the government saying, "Hey, parents, you know what's best for your kids. We're going to make sure that you have some resources to be able to help your kids move through life." And and that's exactly what's going to happen with this. Um, I have talked to parents who've been in tears that that you know things that they have not been able to even contemplate for their for their kids. Um, help for kids with special needs, the, the ability to do an extracurricular that they've always dreamed of, they'll be able to do that now because they have the government's help. And there's no reason why, why we can't do that. We're the richest country in the world. We spend gonzo of of money to support you know, some of the biggest companies in the history of human existence. How about supporting parents and families for once?
0: Yeah, we and we saw this. I mean, we're going to see the benefit of this. We saw this the ben, the benefit of it with the, the the checks that we got. Right, the the we we saw kind of a boost in, in in consumer sales. I would say. I mean, I went and bought a. I call it my Trump bicycle. I got that twelve hundred dollar check, Ben. I spent it on a nice bike. Um, so that we're going to see this again, right? When these when these checks start coming out.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and it's you know, for some people it's it's a, it's a it's a nicer bike than the one they had before. For other people. It means you know being able to repair the car so they can give their kid a ride to school instead of the you know the, the kid needing to um, take a series of buses and and not be able to do any extracurricular activities. I mean it's real substantial differences for a lot of people. There's never been a single piece of legislation that cut child poverty in half in the history of this country until this moment. I mean we have a real real game changer on our hands. The next and step.
0: I, the next step here, Ben, would be to make this permanent, right? I mean, we're doing this for one time, and then we'll have to do it again next year?
1: That's exactly it. So in the American Rescue Plan, this is a, a rescue plan. This is a piece of emergency legislation. We're going to have a kind of tryout of, you know, what difference does this make? Is this worth, is this worth the, the money that it takes to do it? It's frankly not that expensive dollar for dollar. I think this is like Social Security. And anyone who proposes... You know, getting rid of Social Security now is political toast. I think that the the child tax credit, I think we should come up with a new name for it, Uh, maybe Social Security for Kids. I think this is one of those kind of bedrock, if you're an American, you deserve to to have some support to make it through your your childhood years and get out into the world. Uh, I think this will be something Americans demand to make permanent, and it's something we know Ron Johnson has already thrown himself into fighting against. That's a real problem for him politically. I think there's an opportunity for us to stand up for our values, stick up for families, make this permanent, and make sure you know parents and kids aren't out there all on their own.
0: All right. That's Ben Wickler. He's the Democratic Party chair of Wisconsin. Thanks a lot for stopping in, Beth Appreciate you. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Bye. Uh, all right. One more quick break. We'll be back.